All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. Brandon and Jake were talking about the fights that happened this past weekend. A lot of stuff in the UFC. A lot of stuff in boxing. Uh, it was a underwhelming. I'm sorry. Again, I've said this a bunch of times, but the UFC cards are starting to get a little bit underwhelming. But thank God for Nate Diaz. That's all I care about. Nate Diaz. He lost. I don't know if you saw any of the Nate Diaz stuff. But this dude is a—he's an entertainer. He's—he's embraced his role as an entertainer beautifully, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second because he—he saved the card in a lot of ways, even though he lost. That's the crazy thing. That was one of those things that we were talking about. That uh, Edwards won clearly, and he was still—you—if you you didn't know, you'd think he lost weight, but like it was—it's insane. But uh, a lot of stuff in UFC. A lot of stuff in boxing, so we'll kind of we'll get to it. I was two and two on the night. Um, starting from the top, <clears throat> I didn't actually predict Jamal Hill versus Paul Craig, but that fight was gross. Um, Jamal Hill was he's an up and coming fighter, and Paul Craig is a jujitsu guy. He's kind of like a, a a newish guy, but he's he's been around. And uh, Jamal Hill got stuck in an armbar early on, and I knew right from the beginning when I saw it. He went into the guard and he kind of stuck his arm straight in. And you're, you're not supposed to do that. And this uh, this guy, Craig, grabbed on his arm and just locked it in. Uh, he flipped over into an arm bar. He dislocated his elbow, snapped it in half. And uh, the guy didn't tap. And when he didn't tap, he got put in a triangle, an arm or a, a leg triangle, so a triangle lock with the legs. And his arm was just flapping up and down. And the guy was just punching him into his face and just elbowing him. And then eventually the ref finally was like, all right, I guess I'm going to stop it because the other guy couldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, so his arm was just literally dislocated, just flopping back and forth. So that was a crazy way to start the card because that was the first round. And, uh, yeah, that was just gross. He literally, his arm was folded. Like, he just took it and folded it. It was like – it wasn't a break. It was just dislocated at the elbow. And uh, that was it. But Craig won by uh, TKO when it should have been a submission. But – uh, next fight, we had Damian Maya versus Bilal Muhammad. I picked Damian Maya. I thought he'd be able to get Muhammad down because Muhammad didn't look too sharp in his last fight against Edwards, and I thought he would come out hot and try to uh, prove something against Maya because he did lose to Edwards. Or, well, he tied with Edwards because of the eye poke. But uh, Damian Maya just looked his age. He didn't do anything. He maybe threw, like, a total of 20 punches. Um, he was just looking for the takedown, and Bilal Muhammad just – had the answer every single time he just hit you know hit him with the hips he basically shucked him off and then just sprawled and and got his hips on the ground before Maya could do anything and then he whenever Maya did come in he was catching him towards the end uh Maya kind of just stopped moving his head so uh like I said I thought Maya would be able to get in on Muhammad and get him down to the ground and then eventually submit him but he didn't come close he couldn't get inside and he didn't have uh, – he really didn't have any speed or any advantage in any way during that fight. So it was a tough one to watch. But uh, Muhammad won, and uh, he's setting himself up nicely for something uh, something good next, depending on, what, you know, what they want to do with him. Um, I'm going to say the Nate Diaz-Leon Edwards fight for last. Uh, Brandon Moreno beat Davison Figueredo. I picked Figueredo because I thought that last time Figueredo came out and he was sick. He puked before the fight, and he had a massive weight cut. And I thought that affected him because he got sick, but it just looked like he's just not uh, – Moreno might just be better or he just wants it more because Moreno came out tonight and he – or 
on Saturday and he fucking lit it up. He was he was on fire from the beginning and he was he was in that fight. Figueredo was never in that fight, not for one second from the beginning. And I found out after that uh I really think he's done. He, he's got to be done in his weight in this weight class. I think he wants one more fight with Moreno, but I think after this fight he's got to he's got to leave the weight class cuz he's fighting down at 125 or 135 and apparently he walks around at 165 and then in camp gets down to like 155 and then cuts to whatever it's whether 125 or 135 i probably should have got that specific but that's a lot of weight to cut and he they said he cut 18 percent of his body weight uh which is equivalent of cutting off your own leg so you know he's just not he's he's too big for that division now he's just way too big for that division it's showing every single you know, last two fights um i think his power was saving him but moreno is just one of those dudes who just had the answer to his power and he was lighting him up on the feet and then he uh, submitted him. So he got him down on the ground. He got him in a rear naked choke and ended the night early. And uh, like I said, Moreno, he, he earned it. He deserved it. He had a cool story, too, because I think it was two years ago he got cut from the UFC. Or three years ago he got cut from the UFC, and then they brought him back to give him another chance, and now he's a champion. So it's a pretty cool story for Moreno. And then uh, the championship fight, the, the main event, we had Izzy versus Marvin Vittori. Um, I think Marvin Vittori has a mental issue like an actual mental issue because he really thinks he won that fight and he thinks he won the first fight. And I think the first fight was a lot closer, but this fight, obviously it wasn't close at all. Vittori didn't do anything. He maybe landed a couple shots and the rest of the time he went for some takedowns. He got a couple takedowns, um, but he couldn't keep busy on the ground. And again, when I talked about this last week, I think that the blueprint that Blahovich put out, which is get busy on the ground and keep him there. Wasn't, it, it, it had to have an asterisk next to it because Blahovich is a lot better of a fighter than Vittori. And I think Blahovich was probably 30 to 40 pounds heavier than Izzy that night. So when you look at that, you know, you can say all you want that, yeah, you got to get Izzy on the ground. But when you're 40 pounds heavier than somebody, you know, a lot of times, if even if you're a high level uh, belt, it's going to be hard to get up, especially if the other person is a high level belt or a high level, you know, practitioner of jujitsu or whatever it is that the sport they have wrestling. Um, and Blahovich knew how to use his weight, knew how to keep Izzy down. And Izzy either obviously worked on his, uh, his escapes or worked on his defense or Blahovich was just that much bigger and stronger. And I think honestly, after seeing this fight, I think it was just Blahovich was that much bigger and stronger last fight and just got him down. And really there was just nothing that Izzy could do because he just wasn't strong enough and skilled enough, which is not a good combo. If you're going against someone who's stronger and more skilled than you. So Vittori, you know, Looked a step behind Izzy the entire night. Izzy was very much sitting back, waiting for Vittori to shoot and didn't have a lot of offense himself. It was a lot of just like hugging. You know, Vittori would just stick his head into Izzy's hip and his shoulder into his hip and press him into the cage and try to take him down. Um, Izzy had some funny moments because he was basically like squeezed Vittori's ass on the first one. And then the second one, Vittori was like hitting his leg or punching his leg. And Izzy was just kind of like, faking that he got hit and, and screaming and yelling. But uh, again, it was just an underwhelming fight. It was just kind of stupid. And uh, Vittori, uh, I think it was 50-45 across the board for unanimous decision. And Vittori was like, oh, I won that fight to Izzy at the end. And he was like, all right, whatever. Um, and Vittori, I don't know. You know, I think Vittori should have been more aggressive because he had a, he had Izzy on the ropes a couple times. And he probably, if he just attacked him uh, a little bit more aggressively, he probably would have had some more chances in that fight, but he couldn't keep him on the ground when he did get him there. 
and he couldn't outstrike him, which is obviously not a good combo for beating someone. So we'll get to the fight of the night easily. We got Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. So this fight for 24 minutes, and the memes from this fight are outstanding, by the way. The memes before this fight with Nate Diaz and the memes after this fight were, were outstanding. But 24 to 25 minutes, Nate Diaz was a punching bag. And there was one meme that just showed a punching bag with Nate Diaz's arms like this. And it was like 24 to 25 minutes of the fight against Leon Edwards. Um, Nate just looked a step behind the entire night. And I said this, Leon is one of the best fighters in that welterweight division. And if he's on, he, he's a great striker. He's got a ground game. He took Nate down at ease. Uh, he even hit Nate with a couple tie takedowns with like the, the hip ship, the, the hip hit, and then the leg kick sweep. He, he like just took him down just to take him down just to show he could do it. He was just showing all aspects of his game. And Nate was cut up as usual, bloody, just getting in his face, giving him the finger, slapping his hand, trying to get him to do stuff, sticking his butt out. Uh, he hit him with one of these fakes where he was like looking the other way and then came back with a quick left hand and just tried to hit him. He caught him a couple times. And every time he caught him, he would look at him and point at him and be like, yeah, I got you. Like that type of thing. It seems like Nate was just there for pride at that point. Yeah. So last minute of the four, the fifth round, Nate hits him with the Stockton slap with the right hand, comes across with an ugly ass left that catches Leon right on the chin. Did you see it? No. So catches Leon right on the chin. This dude was out on his feet, and Nate just stops and points at him and laughs at him. And Leon literally was like, like, like hands down, like his eyes were crossed. He like stopped, and if he took a wrong, like he was an inch away from taking a wrong step and just face planting on the canvas. Nate caught him, looked at him. I don't think he knew he caught him that bad. He just hit him perfect. It was almost like I don't know if you saw Usman versus Masvidal that knockout, yeah. but yeah. it was like that. It was perfect. He just. He hit him with his, the slap, the Stockton slap, came across with the left, drilled him, and then that was it. So then Nate didn't do anything for like five seconds, and I think he realized how badly he hurt him. And then the rest of the minute he tried to finish it, but there was just wasn't enough time left. It was it was one of the most insane moments for losing a fight that I've ever seen in my life, and I was so hyped. And again, that was why, if you look at all the people talking about this fight, Sports Center. UFC, they were all posting about Nate's last minute. Not even the fact that he lost and he got fucking <laughs> destroyed at every point in that fight. He got taken down, got beat on the ground, punched in the face, elbowed, kicked, his right leg got destroyed by Leon. And Leon literally almost lost that fight in the last minute. And I, I tell you what, if Nate won that fight, it would have been the most insane comeback I've ever seen in my life. But that was easily the most exciting fight of the night. Anytime Nate Diaz is on there, like I said last week, you know, Anthony Smith said it. He was like, if there's at any point, if Nate Diaz is cooking, it doesn't matter. He's going to pay pay-per-view money to watch that dude do what he does. But so, like I said, two and two on the night. I picked Izzy. I picked Leon Edwards. I also picked Figueredo and I picked Maya. Uh, some upset wins. But two and two on the night, not bad. Izzy, boring fight. Figueredo, Moreno. It was a good fight, but just RK, or, uh, rear naked choke ended it again easily. Nate Diaz, Leon Edwards. Nate Diaz is a star still. Even though he's got 10 losses, I think, now, or 13 losses now, the dude is just, I don't know. He's just entertaining. That's all. Yeah. Um, you want to go into boxing quick, or you want me to talk about this? Yeah, uh, you know, this let, week, yeah, let, let me get this let, Let's just get this Stevenson fight out of the way because um, it was disappointing. And honestly, like, I didn't get to 
watch the fight because I had uh, a bunch of cancellations. So I had the, a day off for the first time in months. So yeah. we went to the beach. So I didn't get to see the fight. Uh, I watched, I read everything. I read what Andre Ward was saying about him not being um, aggressive. Like he wasn't taking the fight to the dude. And then I watched the highlights and all the highlights were Stevenson just boxing the shit out of him. Yeah, Come on, down, I think three times. Doing what he, yeah, I think so. Like he, he did all the highlights I saw were him doing what he does, what he's supposed to do. Um, but then you can you can even tell this from highlights that every time that he had him backing up and he could have hurt him, he like took a step back and then reset and went back in. And that is kind of disappointing that because it looked like even from the highlights, it looked like he had him hurt several times and didn't finish him. So for someone that's on their way up and that is one of the best young boxers in the sport, uh, it's disappointing that he didn't get this dude either when he clearly could have. Um, yeah. uh, so everything I, I, that I heard from all the, the guys that uh, that are in the sport, that it was it was not it was not a great showing. And from what I saw, it was not a great showing. So, um, but he won and he's going to, you know, continue to move on up. Yeah. So, and I think that, uh, you know, I, I watched some of the highlights of the fight. And again, like Jake said, there was a lot of chances he had to get him out of there. And it looked like he just kind of was holding back for some reason. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he was, maybe got hurt in the fight or maybe like something just happened that he was holding back, but he was clearly, there's definitely some chances that he uh, he let off. And I'm pretty sure he knocked him down like two or three times. And uh, the guy just kept getting up, I guess. But either way, it was uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a performance that you would expect with like the odds. I think he was a fucking minus 5,000 favorite or something like that. It was like some huge number on the other end. But, um, but yeah, so uh, this weekend we got a couple fights that were supposed to happen that got canceled. Tiafimo. Lopez was supposed to be fighting and he got COVID or whatever. I think it was right. He got COVID. Yeah. So that whole thriller card was canceled because I don't think there was actually anything else on there. And uh, thank God. And I guess, um, I guess Tia Fimo signed with top rank again and he's not with thriller anymore. What? Yeah. So he's back to, he's back to top rank. And he's not going to be. That, that, how is that even possible? He signed a contract to fight. For thriller i don't know I, I guess i guess he's on top rank he's back to top rank was it maybe the contract was voided because he didn't fight didn't have the fight because of COVID. I, I don't know it's pretty quick though i mean you just got we just heard he got COVID two days ago yeah uh, it's pretty quick for him to sign a brand new contract with top rank when he spent like three weeks figuring out who he was going to sign with yeah i, I think his, his, his whole thing with leaving top rank was like oh they weren't willing to pay him what he's worth so, you know, they, they were only going to give him like 800 grand or something like that. And then Triller won the, 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 the bid for, for Tio's fight at 1.25. Yeah, so this was like. from ESPN six days ago. It says Tiafimo and top rank agreed to restructure contract. Uh, lightweight champion Tiafimo Lopez, top rank promotions are back on good terms. Uh, Lopez and top rank have agreed to restructure their contract. An agreement, Lopez will have his minimum purses raised from the previous amount of 1.25 million. We'll have the opportunity for pay-per-view doubts on ESPN plus and the information was first reported by the athletic. I heard it from somebody I know that's close to him. But. So then is this, this must, the contract must be 
starting after the trailer fight then? Because obviously uh-huh. Top Rank Top Rank's not promoting the trailer fight. Yeah, unless his next fight. Top Rank has a deal with ESPN, so there's no way they could be promoting a trailer fight. Yeah, unless, unless maybe he, I don't know, maybe he. Unless, uh, yeah, unless I'm, 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 but you said this was from six days ago? Yeah. So, so then it had to be. He already, he must have had the plan. He took the, he had this fight with Triller mm-hmm. and then restructured the deal with Top Rank. It was going to go back and fight on ESPN after this. Yeah, and I think what well, yeah, because that's the only way it could work because he's he can't have two simultaneous like deals simultaneously. Right? Yeah. Well, maybe he used the COVID excuse as a <laughs> to get out of Triller. Maybe I just I honestly like the, it's another disappointing thing, man. Like it, it seems it's early. And it's fun- well, it's funny. This is funny. I was gonna say, listen, whether he got whether he got COVID or not, you mentioned last week that he didn't seem like himself. Yeah. Or he was doing stuff that champions don't do. And now this happens and he's back to top rank. So maybe he was just playing some games and trying to get some more for himself or trying to kind of like position himself to get something from top. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The, what the, you whole, saw. the whole thing, everything that's going on with him, it just is not, it, it has not, it seemed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, I heard his, I heard his father talking again uh, about the Loma fight. Actually, I think I discussed this last week. Well, you mentioned it, but we never, we never. Yeah, he won't, he won't shut up about the Loma fight. Like this is like they act like his career is over because they just keep going back to old. Oh, no one said that it could be done, and it was done. Yeah. And then his father was like talking about the scores of the fight, and he's like, "Yeah, it's ridiculous because uh, my son shut him out. He's like the only round that you could possibly give to Loma was the eleventh. He's like, even then, he's like, I still think my son uh, landed more significant shots." I'm like, and this is the dude that's in T.O.'s ear all the time, which it's like, dude, if you're walking around thinking that your shit don't stink and you don't got to fucking put in that work that you used to be because, oh, I beat Loma. I beat the, 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 you know, the dude that couldn't be beat. And now I'm on top of the world. Yeah. And now he's talking about like setting up these fights with Haney and shit. And like, he's going to walk through fucking like taking a shirt off at the weigh-in at, at, versus uh, Cambosis and just acting like a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah. You know, Grant, look, he's only 23 years old, but he's been in the fight game long enough to not do that dumb shit. But yeah. when you got your father's acting like, a, here's a problem with father and son duos, coaching fighter duos in boxing. Uh, I guess this is with every sport, but fathers live vicariously through their kids, right? Of course. Especially if they were trash and didn't do anything in their career. Like, I was I'm saying a, this the other day. Tio like, Senior, he's like, yeah, my son, is he's got talent that I never had. And he's like, so, so now T.O. Senior is out there fucking talking shit like he's 18 years old. Yeah. It's like, bro, you're an old man. Shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, no one wants to hear your fucking mouth. We want to hear the fighter. No one wants to hear the fucking trainer talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck it, we had enough of that shit. Like, it was, it was fun with the Mayweathers because it was like a whole family of fucking. At least they dude, fought. You know I mean? They were good fighters. Yeah, yeah but it's like, I, I don't want to hear a fucking trainer talk more than a fighter. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're out there throwing your hands, fuck off, man. I want to hear your shit. Yeah. Fucking, like, yo, we we shut Loma out. Well, like, what? Come on, man. And that's what's happening. No, I mean, he's poisoning his fighter's brain with that yeah. dumb, you know, nonsense. Oh, and well, to say this, we'll transition because I do, I do want to talk about this, but uh, that's exactly what's going on in Wilder's camp. Uh, his coach, who uh, I don't, I don't know his exact name, but. Um, He's talking up a fucking storm for Wilder while Wilder's sitting there with his headphones on, not saying shit. Sure. Weirdo. 
it's it's, re it's really weird. And then like the whole thing the other day with the stare off, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, they, they just stared at each other for five yeah. minutes, didn't say a, a single word, and then Wilder left first. Um, but his coach is just, and I guess the Fury fought him. Huh? Fury fought his coach. He sparred him. Oh, okay. He's because so, he was saying he uh, he's popped his eardrums, both yeah. their eardrums, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what the, you know. I think that these guys, um, some of them just don't have like the personalities to be champions, and like you know, they, they end up getting to a point where they have to be a champion and step up, and they don't have like it seems like the other people are doing the talking, you know. It's fucked up because Wilder is in a position where he's obviously not mentally or emotionally capable of dealing with all the shit that comes with being heavyweight champion, heavyweight contender, right? Yeah. He's got a trainer now who no one knows who the fuck this guy is. He's a nobody. He's yeah. got an opportunity to make some big money with his 15% cut. And so he's talking all this shit, talking him up, knowing that, you know what, this guy is, uh, it doesn't look like he recovered. There's something clearly wrong with him, but, oh, I'm going to talk him up. Uh, and I can tell you this from the few stare downs that I've been in and like the sparring wars I've been in with, with other pros and like the way like shit talking is done and all that. And uh, like, I, and you know, I've been in a lot of fights in my life, a lot of fucking fights, man. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of shit talking. And so I'm pretty good at, at reading body language when someone's ready to fight mm -hmm. this dude wilder with his fucking headphones on first of all i'm almost positive that they rehearsed him taking the sunglasses off he took oh, them shoes off slow like fucking tom cruise and, and, and top gun he's you're like this and stared up on him it's like and immediately when he did that i was like dude this guy's trying too hard he's doing way too much man and he's got the headphones on and you can see, like, like Fury, he's doing this shit where he's, like, sort of bobbing back and forth. I mean, he's nice and loose. And Wilder is so – like, usually, right, if you're standing still and you're relaxed, naturally your body sort of waves back and forth, right? That's just the natural movement of your body. This dude wasn't – he was like a statue, which means he was tense, which means yeah. he didn't want to fucking be there because yeah. he's scared and there's something wrong with his fucking head. And then he goes up there, like, I did you hear the his little rhyme that he said before he stopped talking? Wow. He was like, there's nothing more to be said. Uh, off with his head. On Come July 24th, there will be bloodshed. And yeah. then and I was like, no, nope. Billion, there's something wrong with this guy. There's, there's just something go wrong down by the bay and eat some hay. What do you <laughs> <Yeah>. say? <laughs> just hay. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's like he was trying to, like, he was, he was doing a Muhammad Ali impression. Yeah. And a terrible job of it because you're, you're not – and so, yeah, he, he's got people in his camp now that are just taking advantage of him. They're like, I'm going to make some money off of this dude. And anyone that's been around boxing long enough knows that – one, knows that he's not learning how to box in 18 months. No. We all know that, okay? Two, that the shit that he said, like, there's no way he's recovered from that shit in the last – six months or whenever he put that stupid fucking video out in the elevator, the guy's yeah. out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Um, he, he needs time away. Uh, he clearly needs to like, you know, he needs other people around him that are trying to help him instead of fucking leech off him. And honestly, I think Wilder comes across as a, a really dumb guy. And yeah. I think people are taking advantage of, uh, advantage of his stupidity. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a big dumb athlete and 
people are fucking leeching off him and it's fucked up, man. He needs people around that that aren't going to take advantage of him, that are going to do the right thing. And no one uh, around him is doing that right now. Well, I think, you know, what, what sucks is that he, he really needs to start to – he needs to look at this in a couple ways. It's one, like, I think he needs to understand that he pushed this fight for one. And obviously, you know, he could have waited. He could have just let it happen how it was supposed to. He clearly lost the two fights. Um, he pushed this. He, he probably pissed off Fury because he made Fury – because again, anything can happen here. He, Fury, Fury could be training for Wilder, off track of training for Joshua, Terror's ACL, and never boxed. You don't, you don't know. But like, Fury's coming in. From what I've heard from Fury, he's like his game plan. Like he said, he's like, I'm coming in there. I'm knocking this dude out. He wants to make it quick. He probably wants to just get this all over with because he yeah. wants to fight Joshua. Because that's 100 million or two. Or he's probably gonna make 150 million dollars from fighting yeah. Joshua. So like, he wants that fight. Wilder, on the other hand, is stepping in. Knowing he lost twice, doesn't look like he wants to be there. Mentally, he seems shaky. You know, it just doesn't it doesn't seem right, and it seems like he's forcing a lot of this. And if he's going to be forcing a lot of this, it's going to be – it's just not going to look good, you know? And, like, yeah. this could – and what I was getting to is it's going to end his career. Like, it, it, like, he's making this to a point where it's climaxing to him being like, yep. all right, you're a bum. That's it. it it's, it's not going to be good. And I, I think Tyson Fury – read it the, the entire situation really well when he said look you're coming in here and you're you're, you're talking him up like this but 100 percent when that bell rings he's going to revert back to the old deontay wilder yeah. and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna knock him out he's like he's like i don't care what you're teaching him he's like when that bell rings he's going to revert back to the old deontay wilder and anyone that knows boxing knows that, that that's like more likely than anything to be uh, the, the, the scenario yeah. he gets in there maybe maybe for like the first part of the first round he's in there and he's trying to box and trying to move his head and when he doesn't feel comfortable doing that he's going to revert back to throwing those wild ass fucking punches and fury's been in there twice with him already and knows how to deal with that and he knows that the last fight all he did was fucking put come at him make him fucking use those skinny ass legs and, and yeah. move backwards and wilder can't fight going backwards yeah. we all saw that um, and that, like his coach was saying that the thing, he's like, yeah, we're, we're working on, uh, throwing those power shots going backwards. G- cool, man. Cool. Uh, but he ain't gonna learn how to do that in fucking half a year. It's just, it's not how this shit works. So, um, yeah, he asked for it and he's going to get it. And, you know, I kind of fucking feel bad for the guy because he's clearly not right in the head and, you know, he's got kids and shit and no one around him seems to give a fuck. Uh, like I said, I think that I, I, you know, I think that, uh, from what you said, now that I think about it, like there could have been people around him pushing this just for the payday, you know? Yeah. Like they're probably like, oh yeah, you got it. You got it. Like you're, you're going to get him this time. No one very. You, you heard his coach even say it. He was like, yeah, I saw him doing these things. And I was like, man, if I ever get the opportunity, this is what I'm going to do. So I called him up and said, hey, man, you should. It's like, yeah, he was already thinking. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not, you know, he, he fired, uh, you know, what's his name? And he's like, he's like, now is, now is my time to call him up. Like, hey, man, I think that we could do this. Cause he's a fucking nobody and he wants some money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I guess good for him for Connor's way back into fucking, you know, boxing because now he can, you know, he'll probably get a, a, another job training some other fucking active fighter and, and yeah. you know, he'll probably be able to make money. I guess good for him, but he's a fucking cunt for doing it. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, all right. So this weekend, uh, 
we got uh, a couple boxing matches coming up. We got uh, Jamel Charlo, Charlo, who's a pretty big name. Michaela Mayer. Jamal Charlo. Jamal. Was it? Jamel isn't fighting this weekend. Jamal is. Jamal Charlo. Bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michaela Mayer. And then Inoue, who I didn't know until Jake said something. And then on top of that, I don't know if you guys saw announced, but uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Vitor Belfort are going to be fighting on September 18th. It's an exhibition. Um, I don't think anything else has been agreed to, like weight or anything like that, but um, it's confirmed. And uh, another one of these crazy fights. Anderson Silva um, is supposed to fight this weekend too, but Julio Cesar Chavez missed weight by three pounds. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I guess they just agreed to a new weight and then – Save. Yeah, they're still going to fight, but uh, Chavez gave up $100,000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, he does, He never takes boxing seriously, but I like. I still think like he, he carries so much power in his hands. I think he might kill fucking Anderson Silva. I, I mean, you know. By the way, did you see, uh, just to ask, did you see the Lamar Odom fight? Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that that happened last weekend. Yeah, neither did I. Because the footage looked like it was 20 years old and I was like what I didn't even know that that was a uh, uh what's his name uh Aaron Carter uh, Aaron Carter yeah. I didn't know that it was him I was like well, what the fuck is happening here like and why is this coming up on all these like feeds now there was a couple fights last week I didn't know that that there, was a thing yeah there was that then, yeah I guess they hit, they hit some TikTok versus YouTuber like event yeah, yeah. Uh, this is getting out of hand man dude the, the the TikTok kid Bryce Hall he got five million dollars just to fight, and he got fucking knocked out. Well, not knocked out; it was a TKO. But like, he got his ass whooped, like embarrassed. Like, and he before the fight, he was like, "Oh, I'm forty and zero in street fights." Like, people always end up like this. He's like, "I got, I've been in forty street fights. I'm forty and zero." And then he got into the ring, and he lost. He got fucking ripped. Like, the kid, the other guy was obviously not a good boxer, but he. Uh, you know, he had some just straight lefts and Bryce's head was just there every single time. And then at the end of the fight, he's like, yeah, I mean, so I never said I was a fighter. I'm not a boxer, like all this shit. And then they just cut back to him saying in the pre, like the promos that he's like 40, you know, in street fights yeah. and he's never lost. It's unreal. Um, uh, but yeah, so that fight happened. That was nonsense. But uh, so this weekend, let Jake kind of talk about Charlo, Mayer, in a way, and then anything else he sees. All right, I'm going to start out. I'm going to actually, I want to talk about the fucking uh, Gabe Rosado fight. Um, they're actually on the undercard of uh, Jaime Mungia is is fighting. Uh, I don't even know the dude that he's fighting, um, which I, I, I kind of feel uh, stupid for not knowing the dude that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to go out on a limb and just, I, I'll pick that one real quick and say Jaime Mungia knocks whoever the fuck that dude is out. Because um, Mungia is at the point in his career where he's, he's like up and coming. They're still like feeding them dudes that are, a little bit of a test, a little bit tougher, but he's he's going to beat him. That's what they're there for. So Gabe Rosado and Beck the Bully, this Uzbekistanian dude, one of these Eastern European dudes, is just like just a machine. Um, it's really he's got a really odd style, though. He uh, he's a southpaw. His uh, shoulders and traps and neck are like the size of my Tyson's but he fights with his hands down. Like he's like a, a welterweight like all hands down. <laughs> no, no. I mean a little bit better than that. Like he knows what he's doing with his hands. Um, but he's got incredible fucking power. Um, so I think this is going to be a great fight to watch um, because Gabe is a fucking 
he's a really tough guy, really, really tough guy. And he, um, we talked about this way after the fight happened, but when Rosado fought Daniel, Danny Jacobs, I actually thought that, that Rosado may have won. Like if he, if, if they scored it for him, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Like he boxed so well against Danny Jacobs. So Gabe, Gabe's a hell of a fighter and he's super tough, but this dude fucking Bechtamir is just a fuck. He's, he's one of these, again, one of these Eastern Europeans. He just, he looks like the Terminator. I just like, there's no other way to put it. Like the dude just never looks like he gets hurt. And it looks like every time he touches a guy, he fucking breaks something. Oh. Um, so um, I'm going to say that uh, uh, Beck the bully, I, I'm going to say this one. Aside from uh, like a, a bad cut or something ending it, I'm going to say it does go the distance. I'm going to say Gabe fucking is, is able to box his way to the end. But I think uh, Bechtemir is going to put a little bit too much pressure on him and uh, be on his ass the entire night and win the fight. Um, but I think it's it's on the zone. I think definitely check it out. I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, then we got... Uh, Michaela Mayer, um, she's on her on her way up. Like at some point, she's got to fight uh, uh, Terry Harper or Katie Taylor. You know, obviously Katie Taylor, Michaela Mayer would, would be a huge, huge fight, uh, not just for women's boxing, but in boxing in general. Michaela Mayer can box her ass off, man. I mean, she's no Katie Taylor yet, yet, but she can fucking fight her ass off. So she's gonna fuck this chick up. I saw the I saw the way into the the chick was like trying to act all tough and uh, like get in her face and like she even tried to like like they were staring each other down she tried to like you know flinch at her real quick and, and Michaela Mayer just like barely blinked <laughs> Michaela Mayer, she's gonna fuck this chick up yeah. um, but it's gonna be fun because Michaela can she can box um, let's see and then we got we got uh, in a way in the uh, we'll talk about the trial fight first. Um, Charlo's fighting uh, Juan Montiel, a dude that has 22 wins, all of his wins by knockout, but he also has four losses. One of the losses, he got knocked out by Jaime Mungia. Um, I hope I say, I don't know even know if I'm saying Mungia's name right, but um, he got, he he got fucking put to sleep by Mungia. Um, This is the guy Charlo's fighting? Yeah, Montiel. Uh, he's got real, real power, but I, I was, I was actually watching the, um, Showtime All Access and Montiel's whole family, like he comes from a family of fighters. Like his grandfather was like a fighter fucking back in the seventies and coach champions. Um, and there was this one scene, man, where, where, uh, his grandfather was like, yeah, there's a new, uh, you know, elite champion that's going to be known after this weekend. Hmm. And just a look on Montiel's face, like told me like this dude is feeling pressure. I, it just, I, there was something about the way he like, he like looked at him and like nodded and agreed like, yeah. And then like, sort of like looked away and was like, I, I don't know, man, something about it hit me. And I was like, I just don't, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he can handle all that pressure. Yeah. And besides all that, this dude Charlo is, a hungry ass dude. Like you hear everything that he says, he's always talking about like more, more, more. I want more and more. Like he just wants more. He wants everything to be harder. And the dude is just skill for skill. He's just a better boxer. 
Um, he, he is, the power is probably the same. Um, so I just don't think there's any way that this Montiel is going to win this fight. I, I say Charles is going to end up knocking him out later in the fight in eight, nine, say, let's say eighth round knockout and pick Charlo. Um, not for the big guns. Anyway, is fighting this, uh, I think the dude's Filipino. Um, he's, uh, seems like a tough dude. I mean, all the footage I get from him is like, or maybe, maybe he's not from the Philippines. Maybe he's from Thailand. I can't, I, I'm not sure, but all the footage I, I, I could find, like this dude's in like the middle of the jungle fighting some dude that can't fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go out there and say that the monster is going to fucking eat another dude. Like this is, in a way, I, I say, in a way, when I watched I that video the first time after you told me about him, I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> he's just yeah. dropping dudes. Dude, I, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say anyway by a knockout within five rounds. It'll be before. I don't think it'll go to the fifth round. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other fights this weekend? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's the undercards of these fights are good. Um, Adam Blue Nose Lopez is fighting on that. Uh, so Michaela Mayer is on ESPN under the anyway fight. And then Adam Lopez is fighting um, on that undercard as well. Like that whole card is pretty good. There's some there's some good young fighters on there. I guess Willie, Willie Same thing was supposed to fight on the TFMO card too, I think. But he, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I, I would imagine a lot of people are mad at Tiafimo because a lot of people lost money. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys are like, I don't know how Willie is doing these days. I, it, it, it seems like his, his gym or his apparel company or whatever company he's running um, is doing well. Um, but I imagine it would have been nice for him to get back in the ring and get, get yeah. a nice little payday. It's and, been a while since he fought? Yeah, he hasn't fought in, I think, like two years or something like that. Um, yeah, it's been a while since he's been in there. So I'd imagine that they're, they're all pretty fucking upset with T.O. Yeah. People are missing out on money. So, well, whatever happens, I think that uh, Tiafimo will probably fight again soon. I'm assuming within probably like a month uh, they're going to push this out. Or you think well, push back? Well, actually, if he's not top but- right now, yeah. Well, no, I, I read, well, I read yesterday that they're looking to, um, at like August, I think like second week of August to reschedule the fight. When is it? August? Yeah, the second week of August, I think they said. Cool. Yeah, and on uh, UFC this weekend, it's a, it's a pretty light weekend. There's a one fight between, I think his name's a Korean zombie and uh, Dan Eig. So I'm just making sure, I think his name is a Korean zombie. Yeah, Korean Zombie versus Dan Eig. Uh, I watched the Korean Zombie last fight. I believe he lost. Yeah, he lost to Brian Ortega, who is on the Ultimate Fighter now. Um, and then he went on a little winning streak before that. He beat Frankie Edgar. And then, uh, you know, now that he's fighting Ike, who's had a couple good wins. Uh, he beat Gavin Tucker his last fight. And then he beat, who was the other guy? He beat Calvin, or he lost to Calvin Guitar. He beat Edson Barboza. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to go back and forth. I think Korean Zombie is going to win here. I think he's going to pull this out. I think he's going to go with a second round TKO. And I think it'll, uh, he, he's, he's got some power. I think he's going to be a little bit tall. Uh, no, they're about the same size. So I, again, I haven't watched a lot of either of these guys, but um, 
Korean zombie I have seen a little bit more of. So, and I've seen him, he's, like I said, he's got power, he's got skill. And I think uh, his last fight fighting against um, Brian Ortega, who's, you know, right now, one of the better fighters in his division. Um, I'm going to go with him. Uh, I think it'll be a second round TKO. Other than that, I don't think there was any other news in the UFC. I think that a couple weeks, we got three, three weeks until Dustin and uh, Connor and that card is stacked. There's probably like 10 to 12 fights I want to talk about on that card and uh, just break down and go through everything and whatnot. So I'm pretty excited to talk about that. Uh, boxing news, obviously, we got a lot of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks, which we've talked about. Um, all still paying, we'll be still paying attention to the Fury Wilder stuff, breaking that down. I don't know if there's any news on Joshua. Apparently, he was supposed to fight. Uh, who was the guy he was there talking about him fighting? You said his name before. I, I, th- I think that uh, they put Usyk's name in there. Usyk, yeah. Usyk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which may be bad. I'm honestly, look, Joshua is way bigger than him. But that dude can throw his hands. Like, that dude knows how to box. And if he beats Joshua. I'm telling you. I, I think it's is- good. It's good. Really, you know, because first of all, as good as Usyk is, he's just not big enough to compete with Fury. Yeah. So it's good. I think that would be even less competitive than Joshua and Fury, because at least Joshua is is big enough and physical enough to move around with Fury a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it could it could be a disaster for, for this whole heavyweight seen because yeah. Usyk, Usyk could beat Joshua. Yeah. He's he's got the skill to beat Joshua. He does. I, I really think this is the worst. I think Wilder. I think he fucked everything. He just up. fucked it up for everybody. Man. I know. I really do because I think this is going to be one of those Khabib Ferguson things where it's just like the fight everybody wanted to see that nobody's ever going to get to see. But I think something's going to go. There's no way that all of this happened and nothing's going to go wrong. It's just going to come out on the other side, rosy. Rosie Red with fucking everything's gonna work out, and Wilder and Joshua are just gonna step into there. There's no way something's gonna happen here. One of them is gonna get hurt or lose, or something's gonna happen. I don't know. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm just waiting for it to happen. I, I yeah, I definitely think that this is it's um, we're um, less likely to to see the Joshua Fury fight now. It sucks. It sucks because uh, uh, that was one. And of it, just, it, it feels that way just. Just because of how boxing works like you know like yeah we you know fans will wait around for for a good fight for a while but at some point especially nowadays like this isn't like mayweather pacquiao like back then there wasn't like all these dumb exhibitions going on in between you know what i mean people were like yeah I'll, I'll watch these all these other fights and just there's this build up for for mayweather pacquiao like yeah there's still people will wait around for fights but it's like oh you know like their short attention spans will bring them somewhere else. And eventually people will forget that Joshua and Fury were ever supposed to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. It sucks. Cause uh, I, I hope it doesn't get to that point. Cause I definitely want to see this fight, but it's leaning towards that for me. Um, but yeah, so I think that's it for the weekend. Uh, again, we recapped 263 here, talked about Shakur Stevenson Jake broke down the fights this weekend. Jamal Char- Jamal Charlo, Michaela Mayer, and Inoue. And then uh, talk about the fights coming up. Like I said, a couple weeks, we got Connor versus Dustin. Uh, as much as I, w- I want it, I'm going to talk about that fight. I might keep my prediction to myself, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. But thank you guys for tuning in. 
you've listened this far. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.